go. Hey everyone, this is um, hey everyone, this is amazing fantasy football. I am Josh, and he is I'm Chris. He is Chris indeed, and we are here to talk about uh, the running backs one through twelve, and that's how they finish the season. I would like to throw out some scoring format that we mm -hmm. are using half PPR. Kind of, we decided on that because it kind of bridges that gap between full PPR and non PPR, and uh, it's it's actually becoming a pretty popular format scoring it's format. It's for people becoming to use. standard practically. Yeah, I, and you know, I'm 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 actually kind of down with it to be honest. I it's not as easy to like do the math in my head when I'm sitting there at a bar watching the ticker the the mm -hmm. stat ticker. Fair. Not that I did that this year at all, but you know, hey. My brain, my brain can use a little exercise, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, so also, yeah, we're amazing uh, fantasy football. One little wrinkle in the scoring format, and I think it shows itself later, uh, which would be a different show. My apologies, but uh, I think special teams yards are counted, so that's just worth mentioning. Oh, that that is that is true, and you will see that in some of these slides that we are going to throw up here. Um, I really like to use to like give that extra little bump of special teams mm -hmm. points. It's I if I was in a like a sixteen team league, I would definitely be like, we should definitely do this because then a guy like Deontay Harris a bit more who doesn't value. really get a lot of receiving work. You can but it becomes a little bit more relevant in a okay. league that needs all the relevant players it can get, you know? Exactly. You can make exactly. the argument if that's the challenge of, you know, playing in a sixteen team league, but still, you know what I'm saying, man. Right? But on the other hand, I mean what what what's punts have kind of been really nerfed a lot in the real NFL, you know? So on one hand, you're getting a little extra something. On the other hand, you're not getting a ton is what all I'm saying. Right. Right. Onward and okay. upward. Um, so yeah, we're amazing fantasy football. Once again, you can, uh, let's start this off at the top here and we'll say it again in the bottom. Plug. We have, we have started a discord server to kind of try and build a community. It's still really small right now, but the, group of people that we do have are really solid folk mm -hmm. uh, you can email us at amazing ffb at gmail.com that is a m a z i n g f f b at gmail.com in case you didn't know how to spell amazing hey there's some bad spellers out there right there are there are i might i may or may not be one of them i cannot confirm or deny that i am a very competent speller i am not <laughs> going to be winning any b's but you know <laughs> Hey, but I mean, dude, the, those kids on those spelling bees are freaking amazing. Mm, they are. They are. There's, there's just some more, some of those words. I'm like, you made that up, and no, they didn't. Quick interlude: the movie Bad Words with Jason Bateman, awesome movie. It's about spelling bees. I do like me some Jason Bateman. Oh, I love Bateman. Love it. Love it. How can you not like Jason Bateman? I agree. I completely like, agree. I. <sighs> I would love if Jason Bateman was just like a total party animal, like just, yeah, but I don't think he is. I think he's just a family guy. He's a, he's a dad, dude. I think he's just, he's I think dad. he's just a, he's just a genuinely nice guy. It's yeah. crazy. He's awesome. And great at being a smart aleck, like unprecedented yeah. level of smart aleckness. Yep. Yeah. I went there. I, I like that. He's like a, a pseudo villainous person in, um, What's that show? Ozark. Oh, like he's definitely yeah. not a good guy. Yeah. Pseudo villainous. Yeah. It's putting it nicely. <laughs> definitely not a good guy. Yeah. I don't know if there's any good anyway. or evil in that show. There's just craziness, but yeah, uh, there that. are just different. There are just degrees of awful people in that, in that show. I love how good that and, show is. And, and very, a, very, very, very few redeeming folk there. I love how good that show is. And it's a departure, a departure from his normal, as we said, kind of smart out yeah. sense of humor. Uh, and he directed and I, did the whole thing, man. It's it's a great show. I, I don't know if they're making a, a fourth season, but I kind of hope they don't. I kind of... I may not I have seen three. Gonna, what? Was there three? Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> we should probably talk some fantasy football. Don't I'm know really bad at TV lately. Ends? I'm really bad at TV lately. You don't know how the third season ends? I may have seen it and forgot. Uh, I, I, I reserve to... Uh, uh, well, spoiler alert, the daughter dies. Don't tell me... You can't put that. I have to edit that out now. <laughs> That's not really what happens, man. Oh, okay. Good. 
That's like like when I when I ruined that the, would have got me. That would have gotten me. That what was that like the first season of of Dexter for you? You're like, yeah, I'm watching Dexter. I'm like, oh yeah. So you remember? So it's so the ice truck killer. And you're like, why would you tell me that? And I let you believe it for like the for until like the you got show. to that point in the show, and you're like, you're a jerk. <laughs> yep. I, I distinctly remember that conversation. It was it was it was tragic. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right, so we're here to talk about some uh, some fantasy football, not TV shows. Let's do it. All right, let's start with our first running back up here. When our first running back, of course, is Alvin Kamara. He he was really good this season. He he had a nice redemption for himself this year after um, a really injury plagued and a dud of a 2019 season. Um, I would like to start out by saying that he scored 340.7 fantasy points and. While we were uh, preparing to start the show here, I looked it up real quick just to mm-hmm. kind of see. I was like, man, 340 seems maybe a touch low for like a number one running back. It's really not. I mean, last year, Christian McCaffrey was the anomalous. He scored like a 412 points. Yeah, that was uh, like a LaDainian, Tomlinson, Marshall Falk type of season. McCaffrey yeah, yeah. But, but in 2018, in but in 2018, like, Two out of the, the like the number one and two running backs both hit three hundred and forty points. So that's that's on par. Like that's mm-hmm. that's your that's a number one running back points mm-hmm. right there. So I just wanted to point that out real quick. And did he um, did he not miss one game, one entire game? I thought he did. Um, I don't believe so. we can look later. I just off the top of my head, I thought that might have been the case, which makes a little bit of a difference. Um, so, why don't you read off his stats and look it up? Read off his stat. Okay, and you'll look it up. Gotcha. Um, yeah, 197 rushing attempts, 932 yards, 16 rushing touchdowns is the big key there, but also mm-hmm. the receiving line, 107 targets, 83 receptions, 756 yards, five touchdowns. That average uh, off 83 receptions is, is, is fine. Usually, you know, you're expecting the running back to average 15 yards catch or anything because of where they're catching well when you're getting field. when you're getting the ball um at the negative five like five yards behind the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage sometimes screens so. and uh even yeah. from wide receiver position screens he gets those type of screens uh regular screens. he did miss one game but it was week 17 darn it okay that was my second thought was it i thought it was within the one through 16 anyway i was wrong um, um and those those of you who checked out our previous video um our first episode actually um some of these numbers are going to be a little different because they're based on 17 weeks not the 16 weeks that we did that show on um it was just easier to just go off of 17 yeah to be quite honest fair still an average yeah so um, i mean i would have liked to have seen him hit a thousand but when you supplant that with over 750 receiving yards exactly yeah that you're still you're still over 1600 you know yards from scrimmage so and zero fumbles too man zero and quite frankly, scoring opportunities like you'll find uh, you get better running back production on better teams and better offenses. I mean, it sounds dumb, but it's worthy of mentioning, uh, especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to decide parsing between these top five, top six, top 12 guys. You need these tiebreakers. You need this. Well, Kamara plays for the Saints still. Um, and I touch on that a little bit in my notes here. I go on to say... No uh, whether Breeze is back or not. I think that's something we need to keep an eye on this offseason. Uh, on one hand, we were concerned about the targets. On the other hand, with Taysom Hill, they really kind of turned that around at the end of the year. Uh, today, I think we have a playoff game uh, with the Saints. Am I mm-hmm. right? Um, so, hey, it's just kind of something that we, in your recent memory, watching uh, Breeze play again with Kamara. But remember, there may be a decision to be made uh, in the offseason. He's a 40-plus-year-old quarterback. And he could win a ring. And I, gosh, I thought he would have two years ago. I think it was. They really had a good chance. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at with uh, Kamara. He is my 101 if uh, you make me choose today, which I don't have to. But if I did, that's what I would go with. Uh, for whatever it's worth, Breeze was 21st for on um, PFF rankings. Hill was 27th. But of course, Hill was 13th in that run rating that they give the quarterbacks. And he had eight rushing touchdowns. For whatever that's worth, that could be a negative or a positive with Kamara. He could be taking rushing touchdowns from Kamara, or he could be, you know, providing more scoring opportunities if he plays well. Chris. What? Oh, never mind. You you rolled it back around. I'm like, we're not we're not we're not talking about quarterbacks here, but you you rolled right. it back around. I got you. Yeah, just um, he'll be on the field. I don't know what to expect in 2021. 
because I think he I might think be their it's going to be. I think it's going to be Jameis Winston being Drew Brees and Taysom Hill being Taysom Hill. Okay, they have to resign Jameis, I believe. Yeah, but it's not going to. He's not going to get starting quarterback money. You don't think he? he yeah, because he didn't start enough. I and think. I think. If, if, and, and frankly, if James is smart, he'll take another deal, um, maybe for ten to fifteen million to go as elsewhere. Prove it year. And oh. I mean, you, you could even do like a baseball style contract with like a team option or something after that first year, you know, get creative like, with the contract language is what you're saying. So he can stay in yeah. uh, New Orleans and be the starter. Yeah. Now, of course, yeah. folks, this is us speculating that Breeze is done. Nobody knows anything, but it sounds like he's going to be. Uh, does it? Have you heard anything particular? The, the, I, all signs point to Breeze retiring. There's okay. lots of. The 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 oh, bushes are starting to become a a, a quiet whisper, a, a loud whisper. <laughs> okay, uh, well said, well said, and that's why I brought up uh, what I did. So, just yeah. uh, otherwise, right, let's, uh, let's move on yeah, to number great. two here. Mm-hmm. Number two, of course, is Derrick Henry. Um, as you can see from the slide here, the, I mean, over two thousand yards, great. Seventeen touchdowns, great. Um, you the the downside of Derrick Henry is you are not getting a lot of work in the receiving game. That is ugly. <laughs> but you know if you're and frankly you know like i mean the, the one i think the one number that really stands out to me at least is that 378 attempts yep 378 that whole That's line that whole line 2027 yards 17 touchdowns i mean we just got finished with Kamara with 16 touchdowns you know usually you regress when you have a statistical spike up you know? but, but when you have almost when you have almost 390 touches versus Camara's, uh, let's see here, more like 300, I bet 220. <laughs> yeah, for reals. Yeah, it's night and day, man. I I would worry yeah. too. And and oh, so so there's almost 390 here, and he has um, what what was it? The number is something like 640. Forty um, attempts the, over the last two seasons. So the, NFL. the dude has some wear on his tires. Yeah, and while, while you're at it, Google his college statistics. No, not literally you, <laughs> folks at home. Google his college statistics and add that on top of it too. Now he took a little bit of time off in what his first rookie year. He still carried it. His don't first get me wrong. Two seasons but, were not bad. Okay, so that was yeah. when Mur- uh, Murray, I think, was still producing quite a bit, and he took more of a secondary role. So, well, I'm glad I'm glad you said Murray because I was going to go Chris Johnson. <laughs> nope, I don't think they ever played together. <laughs> well, That's so wrong. <laughs> wouldn't that be an interesting one-two punch, though, man? Whew. And and I think Henry in the real NFL would benefit more from a just a slight lightening of the load. I don't want to upset fantasy managers but gosh man just if you want to see this guy play well for longer i think you need to pull back the reins a little bit yep yep um i mean you know it like i said i mean the, the receptions is maybe what's going to um, drag his overall value in like a full ppr league down a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. but i think i think what this kind of what he did last year and this year I'm going to definitely bump, be bumping him down my board based on just his last two years of usage. And statistically, most guys that get that kind of usage do mm-hmm. not have a really great follow-up season. I mean, 390 touches. Absolutely. Yeah, I had two other points I wanted to touch on related, uh, kind of related to that, yeah, before you finish. Um, I mean, that's about all I got, you know. I'm, yeah, I'll still have probably Derek Henry in my top five, but he will probably be like five, you know. Right. Yeah. My, my comment was going to be about the, uh, both the receptions and that, that rushing uh, stat line is like you just said, uh, expect a statistical regression. You don't yeah, run I mean, for 2000 yards every year. That's why it's hard to do. And furthermore, uh, the, uh, receptions and whatnot, like, uh, yeah, you know, it takes you that many rushing statistics to be the number two fantasy back. If those rushing yeah. statistics that, regress that's, that's, and oh. you continue to catch, what was it, nineteen balls or nineteen targets? Yep, nineteen. So thirty-one it just, targets, nineteen. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the biggest. I mean, fan. I would, I'd I like to, to like point out that like catchers. so Kamara did it became number one on what two hundred and twenty touches, 
I'm sorry, that's not right at all. 220. That's 270. 270. Sorry. Points still proven, math, but I'm doing way, it in my head. <laughs> it yeah, did my, seem low, but points uh, still but, stand. So, I think. Okay, so 270, and then hundred and then 110 more touches. Here comes Derek Henry, and he's and it, yeah, it just. Let's move on to number three here. Gotcha. Well said. We got Dalvin Cook, of course. Dalvin Cook had a great season. Um, he missed about a game and a half with he had a groin injury um it was a little bit more of a blow because there was a bye week right after that game and a half so it was just kind of like oh man you know i'm missing dalvin cook for two and a half games two full games but man i made the joke when he came back um after their their i believe it was an eight eight uh week eight bye mm-hmm. that they just fed him the ball and he was doing so that was his like um Five, four touchdown game, I believe. Yep, I was about to say um, fifty point game or something like that. Yeah, it was. I was made the joke that he was just. He was like, "All right, coach, you got to give me the ball. I got to make up for lost time." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Okay, whatever. Here you yeah. go. Got to bring my." But I mean, I, back up. <laughs> so fifteen hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns on the season. That's great. Three hundred twelve attempts. Not exactly happy with that for a guy that's that has had some injury problems usually like minor but a, still yeah i'd like to see him work in the receiving game and a little bit less in the rushing game a little more work he had 54 targets you know no it's not no it's, it's, it looks great i'm just saying well maybe right maybe just uh, just decline in touches overall but uh, um well part of that part, um part of that uh his attempts and everything could have gone up because um alexander madison did miss a few mm-hmm. games mm-hmm especially on the back half of the season. So I think that led to some of Dalvin Cook's increase in work because, you know, Alexander Madison, like that one game that Cook missed, he didn't look all that great, but he's still, he's still part of that, that, that team's um, offense. You know, they still want to use him. They don't Mm -hmm. want Cook to, I don't know if they want Cook to go out and get these kind of numbers again next year. I would agree with you. I would like to see as, as the numbers. They no, they want the they want the the offense production, but they don't want that kind of workload going nope. his yeah, way. Exactly. Next less year. less so, usage, more efficiency. I think is what they want to see out of I, their. I backs. feel like I feel like if you're drafting Cook as the number three running back off the board this this uh, this coming draft season, I think you're you're drafting him at, at his peak value. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when we say, like, um, before the 2020 season, I was like, yeah, if you draft Lamar Jackson and the second round, he has to duplicate what he did. Which was an MVP did. caliber season, which you don't do every season. I don't care who you are. Yeah, could, exactly. Could Dalvin Cook re- replicate this? Yeah, he could. He's very, very, very talented. I I think it's going to end up being more like, you know, a I didn't put any receiving yards on here. I left mm. that out. My bad. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it being more like a 1600 total yard season for mm-hmm. Cook. Not um, it's probably closer to almost 2000 yard combined yards here. You know, right? Let me look that up real quick. Sure. We'll keep talking about Cook here. I'll look it up real quick. It won't take no problem. Um, I think it uh, it's great offense. Um, I want a piece of it. Uh, this would be a great piece uh, to have. Uh, it's to jog- a little over 1900 yards combined total. 1900 scrimmage yeah. yards total. Okay. Yeah, so I, I I could easily see that being more like six, 15, 1600 yards next season. Maybe so it could easily still be 16 touchdowns, but yeah. Yeah, to your point, I think we need to be worried about, about uh, yeah, exactly, the team taking a little bit of load off of them, uh, statistical regression. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of problem when it comes to who I'm taking out of the top two, three, four, five, or six, because as I that just is mentioned, the problem, yeah. with Henry, you know, just I might have to have Cook at three or four or two. I'm not sure yet. Uh, and we'll get into that in the off season, but uh, still, um, you know, that's Christian a lot of touchdowns, man. He belongs, in, he belongs in that top five. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think I can, I would not question that at all. Right. At this point, you know, who doesn't belong in the top five next year, our number four quarter uh, running back, David Montgomery. Thank you. I just, I just read as I, did that. I, I, I cannot, <laughs> I, I cannot stress enough. Okay. Let's, let's just start at the top here. Hmm. So Dalvin Cook's our number three running back with 315 points, right? Yep. Our number four quarterback has 237. That's a huge gap between the three and four. Huge. I mean, if you want to talk about a tier, that's a teardrop, you know, from none other. At least a tier. Like, oh, man. Yeah, we'll get into it more like two tiers (laughs) because we're neither of us on this guy. 
I I, I was and, typing and I, up and I feel today, like you're going to be uh, shedding two, at least two tears if you draft David Montgomery in the first round next year. Yeah, I was I astonished mean, to see him here at four. I was surprised. So part of so part of his production is from the lack of Tariq Cohen. That's part of it. That's how targets. he ended up with yep. 68 targets and 54 receptions. Mm-hmm. There was no mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen. They, he Tariq Cohen got a little hurt in. Let me see here. Um, and I think they made it apparent when Tariq Cohen was healthy that they want to use Tariq Cohen. Uh, same thing with last year. Well, they, they coexisted though because they were using Tariq Cohen as like a wide receiver a lot too, even True. though he's super tiny. True. Um, I'm sorry. I don't. Um, I don't have it written what, down here. Oh, what are you looking for? Sorry, he did play with Tariq, Tariq Cohen in, th- in three games. So yeah. So 13 more games of. Of, of no Tariq Cohen, 14 mm-hmm. technically. Um, 16, yeah. Montgomery, he only missed one game this season, so that's not bad. But it really was good. it really was a tale of two halves. He was really ineffective at first, and he was really great in the, in the back half. Um, you know, it's... But, I mean, like, okay, so listen to this. Weeks one through nine, 10.6 points. That's what I expect out of David Montgomery, really, because yep. he's not that great. Um... But I think it's important to mention 10.6 isn't like, I mean, that's got a place. That's got a value. It's just not up here at four. <laughs> no. Yeah, go ahead. But then, Sorry. And, but then in, week, in week 11 by, yeah. and weeks 12 through 16, almost 24 points per game. Why was that? Why was that? Let's let's look at this. Face Green Bay in week, in week um, 10, which they missed. I'm sorry. What? Green Bay oh, is I'm sorry. A- Mm-hmm. And Go they ahead. ranked 13th. Sorry, I'm looking here. Oh, at week 11, they got Detroit. They're 20. They were ranked at the at the by the end of the season. Detroit was 28th against the run. Week 14 was the Texans, last against the run. Week 15, Minnesota, 27th against the run. Week 16, Jacksonville, 30th against the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why and, David Monk, like these are really bad rushing defenses and that he went up and against. And who's the quarterback during those games? Does it matter? No, it doesn't because they're both bad. Like they, uh, it was. I think it was Mitch Trubisky, actually. Well, I, I'm just saying I think their game plan is just about every game is to play defense and run the ball because they want to take the ball out of their quarterback's hands, be it Foles or... Terrible. Yeah, exactly. Be it Foles or Trubisky. So volume is the key. And gameplay, but it's not. But even then, it's not even. It's it's not. It's and barely over three hundred touches. Yeah, yeah. Bad so defense. that's not even that much volume when you look at those. When you look at the top three, and what he did with that volume too is just like yeah, it's even, almost four yards a carry if you really take stock into that. But but you, how about you put one of these four uh, three guys ahead of him in that same situation with that same teams with that same matchups for however many weeks that was? I'm sorry, three or four weeks. Yeah, they would average more yeah. than four. Derrick Henry would mm-hmm. run through the record books, probably, yeah. <laughs> like he did. Uh, he would have. He would. He would have wrecked people. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, so and I think that's a really good point. Like, yeah, yeah, you take those elite guys and you put them in up against uh, on this same team up against those same defenses, and they're going to do a lot more the than same one bad quarterback with the did. same ton of carries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we've seen it. So. Yeah, he's going to be, and I think a lot of the fantasy community might come around, and he might be suppressed in some rankings. Oh, there's, there's, there's already. I've already seen um, articles when, even when I just look at like news for like just general news, way too early preseason rankings, because it's part of my algorithm where like I look at a lot of fantasy football stuff that they articles pop up, and they're like, yeah, David Montgomery um, is just he's a mirage or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm no, I'm not being necessarily the first guy on this on this bandwagon here no yeah that's not what i was insinuating but yeah it's, but no 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 i'm just i'm just making it yeah. known that like it's my opinion is original or it's my own opinion because that's what makes it original i guess but um yeah there's gonna be a lot of other people saying the same stuff out oh, there yeah. even in this even I mean, this, yeah he only lost show. one fumble but unless unless the bears get a a better quarterback and be a fixer offensive line even then David Montgomery is not going to end up next year as a number four running back. No, there's guys. I just don't. That, I don't see it. Like he just he doesn't have the athletic ability to do that. And I'm not trying to take away from him because you know, like he played at Iowa State, which yeah, they're a rival of Iowa, which you know, I happen to live in the, the Iowa, University of Iowa area. But you know, still, like 
it, like I, I want him to succeed. I just don't think that he necessarily is a the number. He's not the number four running back next year. No. I bet anyone money on your side there. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think we're good. I, I don't know if I have a whole lot else on him, but um, no. that's something. Anyway, it'll come up later. Let's move on to our number five uh, running back, which you wouldn't know because they didn't put number five next to Aaron Jones. This is his name, but our number five running back is Aaron Jones. Um, you know, he only had 201 attempts this season for a, le- a little over 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, that's definitely down from the, his 2019 numbers, but I think I everyone kind that, of though. expected. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. kind of what people were expecting from Aaron Jones this year. His ADP was certainly reflected that too. Um, give me. Why don't you say a, a minute? a thing or two about him. Well, I'm, I'm on your side there. It I won't think take me nine touchdowns is, is a fine number to be at considering the statistical regression that was bound to happen from his, uh, his great, uh, 2019, um, where he had like 18 touchdowns, I, I believe yeah. it, was, it was an insane number. Yeah. What is receptions also crazy. Now he's going to mm-hmm. put up good reception numbers every season. He's one of the better backs in the league in terms of targets, receptions. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's used very well in that capacity. Uh, uh, 1100 he was, he yards was middle, to 300 he was middle of the second round this year which is what i thought he was but yeah and 1104 yards out of 200 uh 201 attempts that's that's darn good average so yes, he's part of one of the best offenses in the league with the best one of the best quarterbacks in the he, league who knows if he will be next year though that's a good point that's what i was going to get to he next he's not is, under a contract he is as of right now he is not under a contract for with the packers for next season and they do like to i don't use think Jamal Williams guys. is either actually I think you're right. That sounds very familiar. Yep. I think because they were they were they were the same draft class. And you did see AJ Dillon sprinkled in, uh, especially yesterday during the playoffs. That, that game, that game when um, Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams both missed, or Aaron Jones missed it, and Jamal, what was it? Dillon, AJ Dillon did. AJ Dillon was was featured, and okay. he looked pretty good. It was yeah. against Jacksonville, I believe. He's a bigger, so back. it's yeah. kind. Of, so it was kind of like, well, you know, but I mean, he looked he looked pretty solid doing it. So he's also I mean, even even a, a bad running yeah. back can even a bad running back can look bad against a bad defense. You know, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's like it's one of those things that's just a check check mark. Oh, did you produce yeah. against bad defense? Good. Now you're right. You're where I thought you were. You know, you you were a okay. reasonably talented dude. Uh, he's sure. also he's he's ideal for playing a role, a goal line, short yardage role. So uh, we know Green Bay is going to use different backs. Uh, but uh, I think we also know that Aaron Jones is the most talented out of them all, and uh, you do get the receiving work there. So that's important to kind of separate himself. Plus, he scores from all over the field. So even yep. those nine touchdowns is a sign of that because you look at what he did in 2019, and it was, well, I don't know, darn near 20 touchdowns if memory serves. So he, he's he's going to be one of those guys uh, that's going to be above Montgomery easily in my rankings, uh, assuming, like Josh said, he sticks around. Yeah, I mean, even I honestly, I wouldn't. If the Dolphins, if he went to the Dolphins and they gave, they treated Aaron Jones like they were treating Miles Gaskin. Oh gosh, yeah. But you know, like, well, if they treated Aaron Jones like they like the Packers have been with, you know, making him kind of the feature back, but given, but it being more like a a seventy thirty split or whatever, with like say Miles Gaskin that's i mean that's a really good team like that would be a really good destination for good aaron jones to go that their offensive line is getting better they have a at least at least competent young quarterback um they have some other weapons to not so like the defense can't just focus on aaron jones it'd like be a really it. good destination for him i, I don't, mean, want I don't like i don't like it because i love gaskin but i love where your your mind went in terms of a situation where if you're a manager of aaron jones like a dynasty or you're drafting this coming yeah. august and you're like well i don't know and he went to somewhere like miami yeah i feel good about that i feel we're good if about he went that. to the jets i'd be like i'm sorry man. Why don't you go to the jets? <laughs> no no i do not all right let's move on to number mm-hmm. six which is number one in my heart well not really but he's like number two Mm-hmm. Um, because Christian McCaffrey's number one in my heart. I love but him right. so much. It's your hometown team, you know. Uh, and, well, not hometown, but um, it's number six, Jonathan Taylor. I don't live in Indianapolis, dude. I know, but for lack of a better term, <laughs> your favorite team. So, Jonathan Taylor here. He's he's got a little David Montgomery in him here. 
and just listen, just hear me out here. He did. Ha- he has over 1,100 yards and 11 touchdowns on the season. He had a real rough season getting there, though. Yeah. Why did he end up with this many? Well, let me tell you, sir. His last five opponents were Houston, Las Ooh. Vegas, Pittsburgh, and Jacksonville. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, Houston was in there twice. So didn't, Houston, Las Vegas, Houston, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Pittsburgh's defense really kind of fell apart there, didn't they? Exactly. I was just going to say that. I was mm-hmm. going to say, you know, like yeah, Pittsburgh's defense was really, really good at the at the beginning of the year, but they start. I mean, it was just it was like a really slow domino effect of injuries that really kind of added up to by the end of the season. Pittsburgh's uh, rushing defense was not. I was going to say in particular versus the run. Yep. And Bad. so Jonathan Taylor, like he's. Yeah, he's, it's just he's an enigma to me right now. I, I okay, so I didn't get a lot of chances to watch the Colts this season because I don't have the NFL Sunday ticket because you know, whatever. Um, but like beginning of the season compared to end of the season, yes, they were against bad run team, bad bad run defenses. But he was he wasn't just he wasn't just getting the ball and running straight ahead. Like there was times where he would actually just do like kind of like the Le'Veon Bell little pause. And then kind of let like the hole open and then he would hit it. It wasn't just like get ball, run fast and hard, you know. It was mm-hmm. get ball, let the play kind of develop, and then go. He doesn't have the explosiveness that Le'Veon Bell used to have. Used to. He, right. there. Yep. he certainly has more explosiveness than Le'Veon Bell has now, but um yes. that's yeah. a story for a different day. Good point. I yeah. just I like I don't I I, I don't necessarily want Jonathan Taylor to be my number one running back like he was to some people this year because some people just went wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, or, um, you know, I did it in a wide receiver, up. wide receiver, Lamar Jackson, and then it, Jonathan Taylor. Like it happened for sure. Yeah. You definitely want some, some solid, some, some, um, stabilization in your running back stable there. Not to use the word stable twice, but. <laughs> While we're talking about Colts. I I think that, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's it for puns at at one o'clock. I think he's going to be really good next year. Part of the reason why he did struggle this year was the Colts offensive line did struggle in Mm -hmm. run and um, run blocking. Run blocking. I mean, like their PFF rating was down to like 25 at one point. So... Yeah, and Naeem Hines is going to be there to Naeem Hines is going to be there to to take some usage away, and I feel like I honestly feel like there's going to be some games where it's going to be a Naeem Hines game, and it won't necessarily be because they're down. It just might be because Hines is just being a little bit more effective than Taylor for whatever reason. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, Taylor can catch the ball. He, I mean, he only. He only missed three of his targets, you know. So he I was just going to the say ball. they just didn't really use him like that. All that his catch often. rate was amazing, yeah. But you're, so, you you have Hines on the field, so and you were just touching on it. You're going to have to deal with that. And Hines is the better receiving back. Although, but Taylor, how many how many NFL teams really feature one running back anymore besides anymore. like the yep. Titans? Yep. And we're going to see. We'll talk about some other guys in these next couple of shows that uh, might have been so, staples. I don't know. I I don't see I don't see Taylor being in the first round. But I definitely see him being a solid, maybe a solid RB2 next season. Uh, I don't think that Jordan Wilkins is going to be much of a factor like he was Mm -hmm. at some points this Mm -hmm. season. I could be wrong, and it could just be hometown love for Jonathan Taylor. But I was watching him at Wisconsin. He was really good there, too. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but usually when I have an eye on a college running back, they're usually have produced in the NFL. I'm sorry, did you refer to somebody else at Wisconsin currently? Who is that? I have no idea. Oh, I thought you were talking about somebody else. They played, like, Taylor. they played like four or five games this season. Oh, oh yeah, I don't know either. I'm sorry. I thought you were referring to somebody else besides Taylor from Wisconsin. No. Gotcha. When I could gotcha. talk about Melvin Gordon, he was great for a while. He was. He was. And that's kind of one of the, I don't want to pay too much credence to it, but there's you know, people think that Wisconsin can't produce good NFL running backs because, you know, they're Monty so dominant. Ball. Yeah, another good example, actually. Um, <laughs> so I don't Ron, know. If, Ron Dane. I'd like to give 
Taylor more opportunity to prove that wrong. I'll put it that way. That's all that really needs to be said. He was third in the NFL in rushing yards, but uh, to your point, it was against some bad defenses for sure. Bad D, so, bad D's at the end. I'd like to see him. But, I'm thinking a high end RB two. Uh, I, I, okay. We'll see. We'll see where his ADP ends up. I. You think he's going to be too know. too highly valued? Is that what your worry is? I think I, so. I, I, think I think I'm going to end up missing out on him, and I don't, first for him. I don't necessarily don't like that, but yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it'll uh, be a wide receiver heavy draft. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on to our number seven guy. Number seven, James Robinson. Number seven on our list, and number one in Chris's heart. <laughs> Is that true? No, that's not true. I don't know. I'm, but I, I just made that up. <laughs> it's not true, but I will expound upon him. Well, um, why, don't you give, why don't you give us some James Robinson love? He certainly has earned it this season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me, uh, interesting, the timing of the show, the recording of the show, uh, is that Urban Meyer is signed on the dotted, or is all but signed on the dotted line with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, and maybe James Robinson. Yeah, I'll take that. But um, let's tap the brakes a little bit because. I don't know if Meyer wants to bring in his own, probably more athletic guy. Uh, maybe we're looking mm-hmm. at a committee. Uh, maybe Tim Tebow comes out of retirement, and plays halfback. I don't know. Anything's possible. <laughs> but seriously, who knows? Who knows that. with Robinson? Don't say that. I know. Who knows with Robinson? I think he showed us and the NFL a lot. But at the same time, he's very expendable. And with the team bringing in a new regime like this, I worry Robinson will be left wondering what happened to his volume role because that's what it was, folks. He got a ton of volume. Uh, maybe he played himself into a nice contract elsewhere. There's a lot of variables here, uh, but he can produce, especially in a PPR. Uh, moreover, I don't, in, a, in a full PPR, I don't see. I don't see Jacksonville just cutting him. Like, yeah, he's they, they're paying him next to nothing. No, but, but you can time, get you can get talented running backs in the draft relatively cheaply. I'm especially if you're talking. It was his first season. Yeah, I know, but we've seen it happen before. All I'm saying is he's not the most athletic guy. No, he's not. Okay, he, so he thank you a, for at least recognizing that. Yeah, because I got thought a, you were going to come out and just no, gush and pour the ball over about Robinson. I'm like, about the uh, he's not the quickest guy, dude. No, no, he's not. Uh, but, you know, he's serviceable out of the backfield. Um, you know, but again, this I was a like struggling team. I would like to see team. what he can do with a quarterback that actually exactly. can throw the ball well. Exactly. And maybe, maybe this, uh, this uh, disparity between targets and receptions kind of uh, shrinks a little bit. I agree because I think he could absolutely be more efficient. I think he is a good runner. I just think because technically a target in the NFL is the ball has to be within five yards of you. Yeah. 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 That's what, that's why I tried to place both sides of the fence here. I think how many of those targets actually count, you know, like how many of those were actually catchable? Well, exactly. And how many more would he get on a good team? Be it Jacksonville improves with the new coaching staff or he goes elsewhere. Josh Jacobs is our number eight guy. How did you feel about Josh Jacobs coming into the season? Uh, I thought he was a rich man's David Montgomery. That mm. makes sense. That's kind of a good way to put I it. Like, I, I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll, I'll admit my I opinion really, has actually, changed I a little. Actually, I really, really like that, man. Yeah. Like, do you like that moving forward? Is that still how you feel about him? I think so. <laughs> I might, I might be on the higher end, but uh, it was my catchphrase, so <laughs> I'll embrace no, it. No, that's great. I believe yeah. that. It's, it's really exactly awesome. how I felt. I've never about heard it. that before, and yeah. that is really great. It's, just, it's underwhelming is the term that comes to mind. So I kind of rode with that, but I, I think he, he he turned my head a little bit this year. I'll put it mildly. If that makes I guess. Sense. I mean, he, yeah. his. So they, um, you know, everyone was thinking that he was going to get an increase in increased work in in the receiving game, which he did. Like he, um, his rookie year, he got like eighteen receptions, I think, and he got mm-hmm. bumped up to thirty three. Mm-hmm. I think people were thinking that he was going to hit more like forty 60s. or fifty. I didn't ever really see that. I think this is. I think this stat line right here is right about where Josh Jacobs ends up next year too. And then that would make that that phrase 100% correct. I would agree. Uh, well, I would agree that if that's what happens, he's kind of just a guy, a mediocrely, maybe a little better than mediocre. Cause like I Above said, Above average man, talent, but like not average. the greatest well situation. Yeah. Um, whereas, I, da- whereas David Montgomery is an average talent in a bad situation. Yeah. And I, I don't have his 2019 numbers in front of me, but I bet we see a steady 
incline uh, trend of uh, production like we just touched on in the passing game. So that's kind of why I'm on the higher end. I think he's been, I think, uh, given the opportunity, I think, uh, what's his name? Gruden wants to run the ball. I think he wants to feature a guy. I think he likes to throw the ball to a guy. Uh, out of the backfield, um, but they didn't really quite so, yeah. feature him all that much. I, I agree, like, yeah, but I'm talking about with, next year. He ended yeah. up with 45 targets and, and and 33 receptions, but but if we there see was still another times where he was, there was incline. actually like chunks where he was coming off the field for. I forgive me, I don't remember. Yeah, I think name. they signed a a, another receipt because they already had a couple of receiving backs in their stable behind Jacobs, and then I felt like they signed another well-known, relatively well-known receiving back right before the. Like in August, yeah, maybe? I don't, I don't remember who it was. But uh, I agree that it didn't look as great as we'd hoped. But I think if you see another more usage next year in the passing game, then we get closer to that 50 or 60 number in targets and receptions. I, w- I wonder if that, that touchdown number comes that. down just a touch, and but the yardage goes up just a little bit. Yeah, so in the maybe. end, So in the end, you're, av- you're ending up with right around that 215 to, you know, two. 230 point 230 points per yeah. you know at by the end of the year i'd feel better yeah i think i think if you draft draft josh jacobs as a number eight running back off the board i think you're going to be fine with him you know maybe he's your rb2 maybe he's your rb1 i wouldn't like him as my rb1 but you'd I, love him I, you as know, your rb2 I'd, I'd be okay with it yeah yeah uh, yeah, I think I, we're I, more or less on the same page. I'm just leaning towards a better year and I, then maybe a better outlook on him, big picture. I really like that phase. That phase uh, right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Rich man's David Montgomery. That's that's great. Uh, let's move on to uh, number three and in my heart and number nine on our list, and that is Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb here. Uh, he missed, uh, what is it, four games this season and still ended up as the number nine running back. 190 attempts for just over a thousand yards and 12 touchdowns. Speaking of efficiency, what's that? Five yards a carry. Uh, better, a slightly, a little better. bit more than that, actually. Yeah, it's more than less. five yards a carry. Yep. What's it? I was just saying. Yeah, you're right because it's a little less than 200 and a little more than a thousand. Yeah. Um, and this is also, I mean, he barely did it by he did it by point two points here, as you'll see in our next slide here. But he outscored Nick or Nick. He outscored uh, Kareem Hunt, just just barely. You might as well just call him a tie. But this is a guy who missed four games. Kareem Hunt played in all of them. You know, point two. Dude, points. sign me up for some Nick Chubb. This is a guy I think that deserves to be like really. Th- people need to start thinking about him being in the middle of the first round. Well, we Even keep, with Kareem Hunt there. We keep hitting on guys that were, uh, uh, how do I put it? You know, watch out for the value next year. Don't draft David Montgomery as the number four, et cetera, et cetera. Well, necessarily, some guys need to be pushed up if we're pushing these guys down. And this is a perfect example of a guy that needs to be pushed up uh, that, that will not finish at uh, nine. Given health, of course. Yeah, but we don't factor health into this. No, unless no, no, it's, just, yeah. Uh, we'll get into we'll get into uh, later on in the offseason. We'll get into health when we start talking about Saquon Barkley. But other than that, I don't really know of any of these guys if we're gonna have any health concerns about them. Any anyone on this list? No, none of them. I mean, James Robinson's a rookie for the show so, today. The top know. twelve. Yeah, mm, probably right. Yeah, um, maybe Dalvin Cook. Um, but he showed us a lot this year with durability. Missing a game uh, and a half and playing through maybe maybe play Josh Jacobs he's missed some time True. maybe I don't know True. I I don't know what I don't know what else to say about Nick Chubb other than the dude is really 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 good and that yeah. Browns offensive line is built for both him and Kareem Hunt yeah to succeed somehow I had missed that they both rushed for a thousand yards that's crazy. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. What did somebody? I sworn I was watching football the other day. Kareem Hunt has over eleven hundred all-purpose yards. Been, must have been scrimmage yards. Must yeah, have been. yeah. That's that's a thing, and that's a, and okay, and that's not really part of Chubb's game, or that's certainly not what they use. Yeah. Before you moved on, I was going to touch on receiving for Chubb. Yeah. He's he's more the bruiser. Can catch the ball. I mean, I think he absolutely out eighteen can. targets. You know. Yeah. He's just not. He's not going to like. That's more Kareem Hunt's job. So and sure. and let him have it. If Chubb's going to put up these kinds of numbers, then let him have it. Especially if you can you keep know? him healthy and keep him around that two hundred attempts uh, rushing. That is two hundred attempts. You know, and yeah, yeah, I, dude. 
I mean, I mean that from a perspective of as a fantasy manager, you don't want to lose them to injury. And yeah, yeah. So I, I, he's a great player. I agree. Very efficient so, on the and, ground. And a lot of people. Okay. And so to kind of segue into our number ten guy, as we I already kind of alluded to, or mm -hmm. came out more or less came out and said, it's Kareem Hunt here. But and a lot of people were just saying, well, what if Nick Chubb gets hurt and he misses a significant time? Mm -hmm. Well, he missed significant time. And look and at their Kareem attempts. Hunt just wasn't. Yeah, I mean, Hunt had more attempts, less yards. I mean, you do. Yeah. I mean, you look at a point at a points per game basis, taking out the four games that Chubb played in, mm -hmm. he was vastly superior to Kareem Hunt. Um, just if you if you look at it that way, Kareem Hunt is they're not the same guy, which is great. You know, like they they both had their roles. I would have, and I think in a, in a regular season, maybe those the number of targets and receptions maybe would have like that gap would have been a little bit closer because at times Baker was not playing that great. So absolutely, fifty-one targets, great. How many of those targets were catchable? You know, mm -hmm. that Agreed. sort of thing. Yeah, because that catch rate isn't all that great. Thirty-eight catches. I mean, Kareem Hunt's targets. just he's he's at a little over four yards a carry, whereas Chubb was over five. You know, that's, I mean, that's makes a world of difference right there. Yeah. That's what I was saying I with just, the attempts. So, so on the flip side of this, like what happens next season, if Kareem Hunt gets hurt and Nick Chubb ends up being the feature guy. Yeah, what, exactly. What if you, t even if it's just a ha handful of weeks, what if you, he, he's going to be like Vesuvius, dude, it's going to be insane. Yeah. yeah. That's the, uh, to your point, that's what people should be talking about. You're right. He's, 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 he's going to get vaulted up there. And I think we will see some hype in the off season and, and the round draft time. But uh, to Josh's point, I think you probably need to pay up for it. I think if you have a top five pick, this guy's most definitely on your radar. Kareem Hunt? No, Chubb. Oh, I thought sorry, we were sorry. Hunt. I'm still you know back and forth with him. So oh, right on. Anyways, yeah, yeah I Hunt. mean, no, 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 no. It's, it's hard to talk about one and not talk about the other. Exactly. Uh, like and I think we, they got like, it for two like, years. Like in a they? few minutes, when we get to Zeke, you can't talk about Tony Pollard whatsoever. So. Um, it's not allowed. It's a different show, right? I'll edit. I'll edit that that, that right out, and they'll just be blank. They're like, "What? What is Chris Cut. just swearing?" And be like, "No, he's just talking about Tony Pollard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, instead of cutting it, you make it like one obnoxious long, object, uh, obnoxiously long beep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was some. Uh, uh, no, I'll just beep out Tony Pollard. So every time you're like Tony Pollard, you're like beep beep. <laughs> Who is this theoretical? Running back, uh, Chris is talking about. Anyway, uh, what else do we have to say about Nick Chubb or, or Kareem Hunt here? I just, I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to end up being the number eleven or the number ten quarterback off the board. Yeah, this, I think we just, I think we all want to see as a fantasy community. Uh, I think he's going to work go up a little. I bit. think he's going to get pushed down because there, like he did. I mean, so like um, they have him on contract for another year, right? and, he's, and he was just like at one point he's like. I feel like Kareem Hunt scored more points when Nick Chubb was in there. And that wasn't ent entirely true, but it's just, yeah, he was a great just, grab. If you didn't already have him on your roster, like it, what point, what yeah. week was that? Anyway, whatever point in the season it was, it was like you, you felt that value because you didn't have to pay up for Hunt. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And he's All right. Let's move he's on good. to number. Let's move on to number 11 here. Then this is probably my biggest surprise here. He's probably my biggest surprise on this list, and that's Naeem Hines. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to, first, before we get into Naeem Hines, that there is one number on this slide here that you can see, and it's the 370 return yards. He's the first guy on this list that um, you, yep. is getting mm -hmm. return yards. You'll see you'll see more of it on next week's show. Um, like, I, like we talked about at the top, I really like that, throwing that into fantasy football. What is that, um, 37 I, I, points? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's where it's like you said, gotta be gotta be mentioned. It it does bring some of these guys up as you start getting to the double digit ranking uh finishes. Mm hmm I mean, but this is also uh Naeem Hines. I mean, he's worth mentioning anyways. Maybe not necessarily in this show or will finish as number eleven next year. I'm in fact I'm almost positive he won't, but I mean, he only had 89 attempts, 380 yards. You know what? What? Where he got his value was in the it was in the pass catching game. 76 targets, 63 receptions, only that 482 yards. I would have liked that to that number to have been a little bit higher mm -hmm. on that kind of volume. But yeah, man, 
he's he's a guy that like people really need to i I know in our, in our keeper league, I drafted him really late just because I missed out on Jonathan Taylor, which thankfully I did because he would have really kind of torpedoed my play, team. Play the odds. Season. Yeah. But I was just like, I was like, well, I mean, Naeem Hines and Philip Rivers likes to throw the ball to, to the running back. So, you know, and I, I don't know if Philip Rivers is going to be back. It kind of sounds like he might be done. Who knows? Hard to, hard to say. Who knows at this um, point? Yeah. But if, if, if Phil Rivers is still around, he, I think Naeem Hines will still be relevant. You know, I just don't know what the Colts are going to be doing at quarterback this off season. I think because maybe of the, go ahead. Sorry. Maybe they'll go with Jacoby Brissett again. I really don't think so. I think they want him as their number two. Yeah. They want him as their backup. Rivers obviously loves to throw into the backs. Let's get that out of the way. But, and that's kind of your point there. But I also think because of the coaching staff, you'll see running back usage in the passing game, uh, Almost regardless of who's at quarterback. Um, I think so, too. So I'd still feel good about Hines' stat line in the receptions. Yes, I agree. I think, I think his receiving yardage can will go up a bit. Uh, but I think that 50-60 target I'm catch sorry, thing. It's okay. I was just saying that 50-60 target catch area. I think it's what we can expect year in and year out because he's, he's, he's a great running back. And it doesn't kill Taylor necessarily. Could, I think he's, but not necessarily. I, I think what what number could go up here is his attempts and yards. I think that, that there was definitely some times where it was just like, oh, Jonathan Taylor's just not really working. But then Naeem Hines comes he, in and yep. he was just effective. You know, well, he, he had fresh legs. He had a burst. I I guess I'm not really sure. It was just whatever what I worked. Saw, yeah. I mean, hey, and and sometimes it was just really obvious. So like, well, Taylor's getting nothing out of this, and all of a sudden Hines comes in and he's just all over the place. I'm like, okay. I think he has a little bit more burst and maybe might be a touch faster than Jonathan Taylor. I kind of, I'm kind of wondering if uh, Taylor's combine speed, his 40 speed was just like the fastest he's ever ran in his life. I think he trained like crazy, like they all do for that mm -hmm. number. I still think it's an indicative of him being an athletic guy. No, he's definitely fast. I just Don't think visually, wrong, I, I think just... he was, I think he was second guessing things. I think he was, like you said, yeah, hesita hesitating and then doesn't weird, have that and, and, extra gear. And 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 this, uh, I think this kind of deserves um, a little discussion in the fact that everyone was just saying that the wide receivers this year, the rookie wide receivers, were going to be trash because there was barely an off season. When actually the w w rookie wide receivers were really great, and the rookie running backs weren't all that great. Nope. Yep. It was base. It was almost so, the opposite. I agree. So I would so some of these guys that didn't have a very good rookie Dobbins. season as far as running backs like Jonathan Allaire. Taylor, um, I don't know about Alaire. He doesn't look all that great. I said he um, didn't. Yeah, no, you said he didn't have a good year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I I don't think he looked very good doing it either. Nope. Um, he didn't. Whereas Taylor showed uh, to me, Taylor showed some oh, growth by the end of the season. Um, James Robinson. I mean, he's kind of the exception to the rule here, but yeah, he had a good he had a good season. Um. Remind me of some other ones. I'm I'm blanking on some rookie running rookies. Backs Gibson, here. Gibson, second Gibson. year. No, good first year for Gibson, right? Yeah, yeah. He so. had a slow start, but then got better. He mm -hmm. he like kind of like Taylor is that he was just getting the ball and running as hard and as fast as he could, and he kind of slowed it down a little bit and let some blocking take effect. And we'll talk about Gibson more next week. Of but um. It, it kind of just proves proves my point. DeAndre Swift, he didn't have a very good start, but then towards the end of the season, pretty darn good. You know, not great, but good. And we're talking about some struggling um, teams, too, at certain points. Obviously, Washington made mm -hmm. the playoffs, but, you know, at certain points, really struggling with offense and I'm, quarterback. I'm, and I think that there's, I think there's, I think as we we're ending our list here, and I, I think we can move on from Hines here, but sure. I think as we're getting, getting towards the bottom of our list, we can start talking, and I'm like, I think that there's going to be some... Uh, severely undervalued running backs next year and like a deandre swift or um maybe not gibson so much but uh definitely deandre swift and maybe gibson to some extent depending on what they do with their back the washington does with their backfield in the offseason but these guys could definitely go a little under the radar and you might end up with a really pleasant surprise as your rb two three you know Mm -hmm, absolutely one quick thing Maybe i want to four. touch on that kind of goes back to these last handful of guys uh and really 
you could probably just say all running backs. Keep an eye on these offensive lines in the offseason because yes, like Cleveland, Cleveland is a great example. That's why I wanted to stop here and talk about Indy and Cleveland. Is uh, Indy, not so much because they had to kind of round into form at the end of the year in terms of running the ball. They did struggle with run blocking, but Cleveland was really solid and, all year long. But they could and, get bad. And the, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Just okay. to prove your point about the Colts, mm-hmm. is that Anthony Costanzo just just uh, retired too for the Colts, so they're going to have to find Plug a, a hole replacement there. for him. That's and, exactly what I was about to say. Attrition and and just fluctuation at uh, offensive line is a thing in the NFL. It's hard to have a great offensive line every year. It's hard. It's really and, hard. Well, and Cleveland went out and they they grabbed the the top um, run blocking offensive lineman that was in free agency last year and Jack Conklin stole away from the Titans and it yep. showed showed oh, that's man. what I'm getting at is oh is man and, and, and that was, and that was one of the reasons why I was all yeah. over like Nick Chubb this year yep. it was just like dude Nick Chubb is going to be great and that was one of the reasons and perfect I was example I'm not to toot my own horn but I was completely right perfect that's example what a, exactly keep your that's eye on what a things. great addition can do to an offensive line just mm-hmm. one dude can make or on the opposite line. side of the coin a great uh, a, a subtraction you lose a talented guy this stuff fluctuates mm-hmm. like uh, Dallas met, managed to maintain it for two or three years. And then they psh, over the next two or three, then you turn around and suddenly they're the cupboard is bare, so to speak. Cleveland. Let's hope Cleveland doesn't go through that. I don't think they will, but I'm just saying. I don't think so either. I think they're, I think yeah. they're going to have continuity in their offensive line from yeah. this year to next year. If Washington seemed around into correct. shape. They were pretty good. Washington is pretty good at the end of the year. So keep on these important running backs and these important offensive lines. Let's 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 uh, let's finish out this RB talk with your boy mm-hmm. number twelve on our list, Ezekiel Elliott. Yep, yep. So I get the uh, uh, the duty of you know expanding upon our thoughts on Zeke. Got the duty uh, part right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the poopy. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll keep a close eye in the off season about draft chatter uh, and any offensive line personnel changes in terms of Zeke's role and his contract. Cause I think we can all agree that he had a bad year. Uh, he, he still did. finished as an RB one. I mean, it's hard to argue this point, but it's true. Um, he played pretty sure he played every single game, but he was still shy of a thousand yards with 979. So the efficiency was not there. We all know he lost his quarterback. So, Kind of the but knee-jerk reaction that, is to that, blame exactly a lot of it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Is, Although, is that Zeke was averaging uh, a little over 19 points per game with Dak, and once that once Dak got injured, and maybe it was part of the offensive line getting banged up too, but Zeke's uh, points per game plummeted to like 10, I believe it was. Absolutely. So yeah. that's that's part of it. Yes, he didn't look very good. I know you're going to. I knew you're about to say. Well, that, I was just going to say, is it a quit? Is it a bit of both, or is it a coincidence that he was, you know, that that happened at the beginning of the year, meaning he looked good with Dak because it was the first, what, three or four weeks, and then five, but still. Yeah, he starts to wear down. So yeah. we can't we can't answer that. Let's be honest. We don't know. But I, I know. I, how do you not know? <laughs> how do you not know? I was there meeting with Jer, Jerry. No. Um, so that's the theme here with Zeke is – Keep your ears to the ground for rumors coming out of camp. Don't pay heed to every one of them, but we saw Pollard produce. Zeke is could he be looks, on the downside. He was doing it too. He sure did. Uh, we'll get to that in this in the uh, second show. Running backs thirteen through twenty four. But uh, so as a Dallas fan, coming in with a somewhat biased lens, it should tell you something that I'm looking closely at his role in this offseason. Uh, I want to see what the offensive coordinator can do with Pollard. And uh, I also manage Zeke in Dynasty. So I have a force in this race, so to speak. Um, uh, I want to see Zeke return to form, but I have my doubts. That's kind of where I am I sit with uh, Zeke. I'm I'm willing to give him a benefit of the doubt with that because there were some major offensive line injuries. For sure. For including Dallas. a very and important one in the center. Take Dak away. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to give him a bit of a pass, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So a better defense he, sure would have helped too. I, and frankly, if he's if he's fallen to me in the second round, like mid second round, I'm snatching him up every day of the week. And if I'm wrong, I guess I'm wrong, and it's probably going to torpedo my season a little bit. I but, guess that's a concern. RB two or lost his role entirely. I don't know. Uh, I would still lean we'll to RB two. 
maybe RB1, like you said, first round. Mm, I don't know. First round, no. But mid-second? Oh, I'm sorry. That's what you yeah. had my bad. Yeah, yeah. Give me... Give, give, give me give me give me some Zeke in mid second, but well, like I don't three, think he's, three oh one. You're doing a dance for Zeke, probably. Yeah, think, I'm doing. A you dance think that's realistic? You think he could fall that far? I, th- I think he might. To, to third, he yeah. could. In a small, like let's say a ten team league where there's some the hate could the hate could definitely go that far. I, really I could. I, I think we're on the same page. Yeah. That's that's it. Huh? All right. That is yeah, I'm all ready to go to the next slide. That's our that, that that's that's our that's our top twelve right there. Well, um, uh, before I forget, I would like to say that you can check us. You can email us on at amazingffb at gmail dot com to get an invite to our Discord server. Trying to build a little community there. You know, we've got a few people. They're they're all pretty solid folk. Um, yeah, Chris, did, did I think you wanted to plug something? Uh, yeah, I think Josh took care of most of the housekeeping with Amazing Fantasy Football. Uh, you can also find me uh, eventually here on YouTube uh, with some videos, uh, Hardware Dynasty. Um, and then I do stream uh, doing it a little bit more often here on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Hardware Dynasty. Uh, if you like to watch uh, gaming PC builds, a little bit of gaming and talk tech and stuff like that. Uh, he just he just did a stream Friday night. I mm-hmm. joined it once I got home from work, and I ended up doing instead of research for this show, <laughs> uh, which I had to cram into yesterday and this morning. Right. I ended up having some drinks and uh, and uh, I might say a fine time just ch- in the chat while he was we were trying to distract him while he was doing a PC build and everything. Yep, it worked. Uh, by the way. It, it, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not much into the 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 PC tech like I was at one point in my life, mm-hmm. but the, it's also some pretty solid guys that that are that were in the chat. With, and with I think you. that theme can be carried over to Amazing Fantasy. Also, is that community sure. is really the name of the game, and whether it be talking fantasy, uh, having a couple of beers, or building gaming PCs, uh, we just want to get together, share knowledge, share information, and have a good time. Yep, and be decent about it too. Of course, you know there, there's enough terribleness in everyone's life mm-hmm. as, as as it is. I learned how to ban. Need... I learned how to ban in in a Twitch chat. It's just oh, a click really? of a button. I just was looking That's... in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's it's just one of those things that like you know we 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 go to these things to have a good time and not have the you know just general exactly. terribleness. Consider uh, it like you're going uh, to dinner uh, with your uh, friends. Uh, the or... rest of the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, check us out. Check us out the community. We, we also want, like, our goal is to maybe by the time draft season rolls around that either people are using it to form leagues or just maybe trying to find your one man short. I'm sorry, one person short. Because mm-hmm. there are there are other people that, that do fantasy football. It's not just men. be great to have some more in our Discord, um, in our leagues. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, was, it, it got kind of lively towards the. We started at the end of this past season, but true, you know, it'd be really nice to really grow, grow that, and you know, go out and tell your friends. You can, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check us out in podcast format. We are on Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podcast Addict, not yeah. Apple Podcasts Just yet, yet, because because they're being stubborn about it, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know what their issue is. We're we'll getting there, though. Yeah, we'll figure We're it out. There, Just 20, 2020 is... was a big growing season, and off-season 2021 will be uh, even more growth. But uh, by the time we hit August, I'm super excited where the show will be. Yep. Uh, I don't know about Chris, but I'll definitely have some ranks ready come probably end of July, beginning of August. Oh, that's a good thing to mention. Uh, it's, it's quite a ways out, but uh, I'll be working on draft stuff. And by draft, I mean NFL draft stuff. So I'll be uh, – I don't have any – schedule or any particular things to give you yet but i'll definitely put some content together uh, obviously with josh also and we'll do some draft stuff come around uh, april i guess i'll let him yeah handle that part i just i'm excited about that um, yeah when we get into i i'm just not a big fan of like when we get into that kind of like speculation of this would have you know this player goes to this team or this team or this you know like Mm -hmm. I find it all kind of dull. It's, that's, that's me personally, though. That's yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It, but it has a lot of uh, meaning in dynasty because of when their drafts oh, are sure. usually, usually in May. Sure. And I'm not, I'm not avidly against it. I just, I don't 
it's a personal It's best preference. to save the speculation for fantasy rankings and fantasy points till you know their destination. Let's put it that way. For sure. I'm not yeah, we're not going to spend Yeah, this is know, more of a personal. We're not going to spend eight shows being uh, playing the oh, one no, game. Oh yeah, this is going to be like I do a couple streams, maybe I stream on draft night, the first round, I'll put together a couple of shows for uh, That'd be super fun. Yeah, yeah, it will be. That's kind of what I'm getting at. It, but it also, would help, it would help, uh, it would help break up the monotony of the NFL draft because oh, I, I can't watch it anymore. Mm -hmm, <laughs> Just mm -hmm. the, the talking heads that are on there. And I like seeing like the player like highlight footage and everything. I've, but I've gotten in the habit of muting either ESPN or NFL Network, whichever one you choose or used to choose, I would mute said coverage and i would listen to the draft show to ask cowboys uh, oh that's right yeah I've which by the way folks is great for all draft coverage i'm not it's not biased, this year i would like to mute it play some music and there do you go. stream yeah so we'll yeah. be uh we'll be yeah i mean i guess i can commit to that uh, i hope to be streaming on draft night just the, that first round the, the big one that big night oh, i think it's always on a thursday or friday thursday, thursday. i'd have to, i'd have to take the day off We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what we'll we see can arrange, but also some content, some recordings, some podcasts, some videos around said draft coverage. Yeah, be fun. All right. Well, I think that about um, that's about all the housekeeping we had. Um, mm -hmm. Got to go do some regular housekeeping. So there you go. <laughs> and, and until next week, everyone, which we will that week we will have running backs thirteen through twenty four. Perfect. So, Thanks, everybody. Until next week. Until next week, uh, tune in on YouTube at Amazing Fantasy Football, of course, or check us out in podcast format. At You can just search for Amazing Fantasy, Amazing Football, Fantasy Football and the aforementioned it. platforms. It was as easy as that. Until then, everyone, have a good day. Wear a mask. Adios.